Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? Uh, we want to discuss outrage marketing in hip hop. Bet. All right. Now, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. This is going to be a good one. It's uh, some history behind this thing. Yeah, I was going to say then and now. Then and now, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. okay, that's that's a good point that you say then and now. Uh, before we get all the way into it, right? Mm-hmm. The the for the let's say Futane Clan, the the avid listeners, you've been hearing us say for the last two episodes that we was gonna do the first Kanye episode, then we was gonna do the second one with uh hip hop mom Keisha Madugal, then we was gonna do the third one, which should be this episode with Black yeah. Jeruz, um, videographer and producer. You know what I mean? And Futane clan member and family member of both of ours, right? So right. we had some technical difficulties um, with the video part. So if you watched the last episode, you realize that even on YouTube, it was audio only. Uh, we're going to get that corrected by next week. And then we're going to continue that series with Jerusalem. And then we'll get back to regular scheduled programs. So we're all going to make sure that the, the Kanye series is done. And then we had that conversation with Ruth because we, we was looking forward to it. So we don't want y'all to think we just, you know, but yeah, yeah. I figured that was a PSA. Yeah, yeah, that needed to be said. I thought so. I thought so. All right. So where are we starting with this thing, man? So how, how far do you want to go back? All right. Do you want to pull up something in the past or just start with something in the present? So so let's, let's maybe everybody ain't even familiar with what outrage marketing is. Okay. So let's kind of explain to, I'll explain to you what I think it is. Maybe you can explain to me if maybe yeah. you had a different view. Okay. Is, all right. So yeah. to me, it's when an entity, company, brand, person, whatever, goes out of their way to do something outrageous that's going to cause a stir, is going to cause a backlash that, that even might even close to get them canceled, what would happen nowadays. Um, but they do it on purpose in hopes of getting the backlash, making the apology in most cases that I see, um, making the apology. And then from that uh, exposure is exactly what you mm-hmm. gain exposure to people that would have hated you or that, that, w- that wouldn't know you. That now give a chance that, that some of those people are going to give you a chance. Some of them people are going to say uh, the hell mm-hmm. with him. Right. But what it did is gained you a new audience and it didn't. And what it also mm-hmm. did was allow your audience to fight on your behalf. Right. You know, so it, it caused a fervor in your audience existing and possibly gained you access. Mm-hmm. It absolutely gained you access to exposure, but it might even gain you a new audience members mm-hmm. to stay on with you. But it all started from you doing something that probably shouldn't have been done. That wasn't necessarily in your best interest. Right, right, right. Is, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. I was going to say pretty much along the same lines that when a company, a brand, or artist do something uh, controversial or extreme, specifically to invoke an emotion in people, that is going to, of course, put a spotlight on them, and then they're going to, of course, have to address it, issue apology or not. Most times, they issue apology. Then they capitalize off of the moment 
with all the eyes being on them. I should just let you go first. That was a that was a dope synopsis. You know what I mean? I beat around the bush to get to it, but that was a dope synopsis. I like that. But so, I, but it was we. I think we essentially see it the same right, way. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Um, so for people that didn't understand what it was, you could have my ramble on about it, or you could have Alan's. You know what I mean? You know, uh, succinct synopsis of what uh, outrage marketing is. But so with that being said, go ahead. You was about to say something? I, I, yeah, I wanted to. Something I actually just thought about right now after we defined it okay. based on both our definitions. One of the things about outrage marketing, right? It is for, oh man, I'm going to just say, I might have to backtrack a little bit, uh, but it's for cheap people that lack integrity. Ooh. Okay. The okay. reason why, and the reason why I say that is because I literally mean cheap, like cheap people. I mean, like people that don't want to spend the money for marketing advertisement. Mm. See, it's free. Mm. It's free for me to come out tomorrow and say the most salacious thing about a very popular artist. And then I'm going to go probably viral or something like that. If I'm a big enough name, I'll go viral. Did you hear what he said about this? And just stir up stuff. When instead of just making good music and marketing and pushing the song and grinding, it's a shortcut. So it's kind of for lazy people. Oh, it is. It is in that way, it is cheap. Yeah. It, so it in that cheap. way, yeah, yeah. Even if you went to a marketing company, right? I and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll kind of expand on what you just said from a from a true marketing aspect. Think ask people yeah, to think yeah. about it this way: if you had a, a had a product or it was you as a brand that you wanted market. Mm-hmm. And you went to a marketing company and their idea after a month of meeting and brainstorming, they came back to you and said, okay, what we want you to do is go out and act crazy or do something that, <laughs> that might harm you as a individual. Some, do something salacious that you're going to have to apologize for, like make a fool out of yourself or, or offend mm-hmm. somebody on purpose. So, like That's their plan. You're paying them. To come up with a plan to market you, and that's what they come back to you with. I think that's cheap. Yeah, like that's what you came back with. You came back. You want me to play myself? That's your marketing plan. Is for me to play myself? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that. So if you think about it from that perspective, absolutely, it is cheap. So I, I don't think you're gonna have to backtrack that at all. Yeah, um, I don't think you have to back that track. I, my, now we may find people that use the cheap route that don't necessarily lack the quality of music like it, yeah. it, you see what i mean mm-hmm. so, yeah 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 you know and that's um, the only reason why i was saying that. yeah yeah I feel right, you. right but the act itself is a cheap act of advertising yeah, in my sure. opinion um mm-hmm. and it's risky very yeah it's risky so where i wanted to start man is Uh, what I have in my notes is early and intentional, right? Early and mm-hmm. unintentional, actually, is what I have in my notes. So some of the earliest outrage marketing in music happened. It's been happening the whole time. If you tell kids not to listen to it, you know what I mean? Once the parents get outraged and ban it from the kids, the kids flood to it. Like, And, and, it, and you can't keep it on the shelves. Essentially, right. that's outrage marketing. They just didn't know they were doing it 
for the bands. And a lot of times when you listen to a lot of these old interviews and things, the bands didn't even know it was happening. Like they were yeah. absolutely afraid when the media, the government, or whatever it was, or parents themselves came after them. They didn't know, even though historically this is how it always happens, it always sends a shockwave through the through the band or artists or group themselves, right? Uh, in hip-hop, the first ones I could think of were Luke Skywalker and N.W.A. Okay. Okay, I'm going to throw one in one in there. Throw one in there. In, intelligent Hoodlum, who tragedy Gaddafi, formerly known at that time as Intelligent Hoodlum, would kidnap the president because the government literally came to see him about that song. Okay. Now, now see, that's that's funny. And that, that, that was definitely unintentional. Right. Now, I don't know how much it worked in his favor because I don't know how many people know it and how... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? If it helped yeah, yeah. his popularity at all. Right, right. You know, right. now in the case of Luke Skywalker and NWA, mm-hmm. I mean, Easy E took full advantage of it. He went and took pictures with the machine gun on, on the White House, at the White House. Right, right, right. You know, he, like, mm-hmm. he was, he went a fool with it. He was like, word, this is what it is. So, I, but I would wonder if when they first found out that's what I think I've heard in some interviews, they were nervous when it first started happening. But then they mm-hmm. saw the result and were like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. This is what it is. Is we going to stay fucked the police, period. You know what I mean? Now, Luke Skywalker, on the other hand, had a... He had a, a Supreme Court case battle on his hands. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it did work in his favor mm-hmm. because people ran to the music based on, the you know what I mean, the, the, the exposure it got. Yeah, uh, yeah. With the with with the government coming after him, but his his essentially his musical life was in the balance. Yeah, the musical life of the rest of us was in the balance. Because if that yeah. court case didn't go right, we don't just get to put a sticker on the album and say what we want. True, true. That's that's important, uh, and that's and that is the risk with outrage marketing, whether intentional or unintentional. You. You may get what you're looking for, but when you get what you're looking for, it may not be what you wanted. Right. Because, I mean, we know for a fact he was looking for attention by doing the yeah. type of music they were doing. Absolutely. He you wasn't know. looking to fight no case in Supreme Court. Absolutely. That wasn't was part not. of the plan. Absolutely was not. Um, you know, what's funny, something else I have down here is in those cases specifically, mm-hmm. I think what we saw was America's overreaction to getting to see a specific or nuanced facet of black culture on display. Mm. You know what I mean? It was an overreaction yeah. in both cases. Yeah. But that's really yeah. all they were looking at. Mm-hmm. Like, Luke wasn't doing anything that black people don't do where they, especially where they were from. He didn't you see what I'm saying? He didn't make up something salacious to put right, in right, front right. of us. He showed right. yeah, he, yeah. he showed us a culture that already existed. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I mean? Like it, it, NWA didn't make up the police that harassed people. They didn't make up mm-hmm. drugs in the neighborhood. They just shit. They just shined the light on it with the music that they made. Right. But what America they drew a larger audience to it. Exactly. They drew a lot. Shut out. They drew a larger audience. Well, they 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 showed a lot of people that didn't know it existed because people on the East Coast didn't necessarily understand 
what was happening over there or even what it looked like over there. Right. Yeah, right. You know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it exposed us. It it exposed the culture. That yeah. all of that stuff was for the culture. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. at that time. You see what I'm saying? But they were yeah. doing it for us. For themselves even. You know? But once once America got a hold to it, they overreacted to black culture being exposed to different facets of black, black culture being exposed to them or their kids. Yeah. You know, uh, which in turn marketed it to their kids. Mm-hmm. Once they got appalled, they were like, little Johnny was like, word, if mama don't like it, I got the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean, just like rock mm -hmm. back, back in the day. Just, mm -hmm. you mean, I mean, to my early rock. Before, like, during segregation rock. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They was running to it because they wasn't supposed to have it. Just like punk rock. They was running to it because they wasn't supposed to have it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know that's funny. And this, this what I'm about to bring up is not necessarily... It's a byproduct of outrage marketing. Okay. but Because it's stemming from the NWA thing. But I remember um, borrowing an album from my friend and my parents didn't want it in the house, but it was MC Ren album called Kiss My Black Ass. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like the title of that. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, you got to think about it. We are from the, we are from the era. We had to sneak records into the crib. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can, I can. At least for a certain period. Oh yeah. yeah. For a period of time. Yeah. We had to, there were, there were certain records. Hip hop got to a point where it got, to, like far more adult than we were at the time. Yeah. But we were the listeners of it. Mm -hmm. So we had to sneak it past the gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. That's all it was to it. And, and the fact that we had to sneak sneak it past, whether we didn't even know if we liked it or not, but once we found out we had to sneak it past, we had to get our hands on it to figure out whether we liked it or not. Right. You know what I mean? We, I got to right. know what's on that tape. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we always we always as kids fall victim to it. So I mean, it's gonna be in the music, regardless. It, if 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 anybody is pushing the envelope in the music, then somebody's gonna be like, "Yo, my kids shouldn't be listening to this, and my kids shouldn't be listening to it." Kids, period, shouldn't be listening to it. Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah. And the moment you ban ban it, the moment everybody's gonna run to it. Right. So essentially overreaction in hip hop at least. Mm -hmm. Overreaction to black culture, I feel like might might have been the birth of outrage marketing. Yeah. I can yeah, I'd agree with that. You know what I mean? Sure. It, at least yeah. in hip hop. Not necessarily in if you trace yeah. it all the way back, at least in hip hop, it might have been the birth of outrage marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I can't really think of too many things that was that would be considered outrage marketing. Uh, but those things catapulted those two specifically are, are two of the things that I think helped catapult hip hop into a space where middle America was seeing it on a daily basis. Right. Mm -hmm. um, once we got to that point, I say some years later, if you fast forward, we started getting MCs that were taking more risks. Mm -hmm. On purpose, yes. 
You know what I mean? Like ne- not mm-hmm. necessarily giving you black culture on mm-hmm. display. You know what I mean? Like Luke was definitely giving you black culture whether you like it or not. That's what it was going on in his in his area. You know what I mean? Uh yeah. NWA undoubtedly was. Uh, yeah. Now there's some other artists you could say weren't necessarily giving you black culture. They was just giving you songs that would get your fucking attention. Right. And that's what I was going to say. Oh, man, because I think the line can get blurred if we don't make a distinction between outrage marketing and gimmick songs. Now, or, one, or, or let's one not thing, say gimmick, gimmick songs. OK, let's 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 let me add a caveat. Or, or Gim- gimmick, period. I gim- say gimmick, gim- period. gimmick songs and novelty songs. OK, yeah, because you can have a novelty song that's not necessarily a gimmick. It's just a right. novelty. You agree, know I mean? agree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um But I didn't yeah, mean to yeah. cut your point. I didn't mean to cut your point, but yeah. But no, no, no. But that but that was that was what I want to say, like uh, just making a, a a distinction between that because it could be both. It could be outrage marketing and a purpose, a gimmick song attached with outrage marketing, or it, it could be, you know, a gimmick or not. Or novelty song, you know, but you know, no outrage marketing. All right, attack. let's start with because the way you just the way we just broke that down put something to mind, right? The, yeah. One of the songs that jumps to to mind, one of the first ones that jumps to mind is Humpty uh, Hump. Nah. Oh, okay. All right. I, I didn't. I, nah, I was rocking that like it was normal. Me too. Yeah, I didn't think anybody really. No, I, I didn't that know you can say that would be a novelty song. Oh, not a gimmick. That whole thing was was a novelty. That's who they were. They was just on some funk shit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't sure. think most people got. It. Most people say it was gimmick. If you look at it now, people. If you showed it to people now and they didn't experience it, they'd be like, "Oh, that was all a gimmick." But if you would experience it and listen to the music and you saw them on MTV and how they handled it and all that good yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. You really didn't even know that was just on some real art funk shit. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So I get why it would be why it would seem like that, but that was that was it was way too dope. It 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 was like if if that was a gimmick, Wu Tang was a gimmick with all that killer B shit. Yeah, you see what I mean? With all that swords mm-hmm. and the fake names. If 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 Humpty Hump and them was a gimmick, then so was Wu Tang. <laughs> you feel me? But you had yeah, to experience it, not to, not to, under, to understand it. Yeah. But the the one I was going to is uh, dreams. Of an R and B chick, Biggie. Okay, yeah, right. That's a good one, right? That was in that time created. He, I don't know if he knew how much outrage it was going to create, or if niggas was going to be upset that he was saying they named, like if if chicks was going to be upset that he was saying their names and all that good stuff. If he was going to get backlash, and you know what I mean, I don't know if he thought that deep into it, but I know. Name dropping all these chicks was gonna get people to listen to the name, listen to the song, and he knew that, right? Um, that's one thing that was likely a gimmick that became a novelty song because people recreated it in their own way over time. Yeah. But the first time he did it, it was kind of a gimmick. Mm. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it was kind of a gimmick, but it was more novelty because it was so well done. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that may be the differentiator between gimmick and novelty, whether it's well done, how well done. The execution of it. Yeah, yeah. the execution. But it definitely became a novelty in hip hop, and it's definitely Mm -hmm. been used over time to get attention. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, Big did it first, but it worked best for uh, 50. Yeah. Yeah. You know, How to Rob. It's essentially the same song. Yeah, How to Rob. And. That that record got a lot. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. It got a lot of uh, reaction from people. Yeah. From well, from a lot of people. Not every single person, but a lot of people. Enough, enough people reacted to he, that. It's it, it it served his purpose. He got Jay Z to say his name on the Summer Jam stage, right in front of fifty thousand people. It worked. If nothing mm-hmm. else came from that, it worked. But what yeah, it did yeah. is it got his name in a whole lot of people's mouth. If that was that was the first real outrage marketing, I might say in hip hop, like that was true outrage marketing. How to rob? Yeah, because he was saying something absolutely outrageous, and, you, and this is something and you it don't was so say. Blatant. Like you listen to it, it's you can tell. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get a response. Yeah, the I'm only- seeking attention with this record. It's so clear. I'm glad that those are the words you we seeking attention with the record, period. Yeah. Uh but it worked. Yeah. It worked. Like it it did what it was supposed and it was well done. Now you know what's funny? That we <laughs> wow. You said big may have been what dreams of F and R B check, right? Might have been the first one. Mm-hmm. On big skits on his second album, he has the mad rapper. Yeah. The mad rapper is on how to rob on 50. Yeah. See, so 50, he did the knowledge. He took a page. Yeah, now nah, well, well, yeah, he, he took a page, but I think I think I think more than him taking a page, I think D Dot quarterbacked it. Uh okay. D Dot is the producer. I, I would say yeah. I would say D Dot was like, hey bro. You should probably do this. And he was like, yeah. let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to make it not so serious, I'll do the hook. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? This ain't serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he let he let the mad rapper do the hook. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's a joke, but I'm saying right. it's the niggas that don't play like this. And I, right. and I know y'all don't play like this. And I, and I know. Y'all don't play like this. And y'all know mm-hmm. I know. So it's, yeah. it's it's complete disrespect to y'all to take it like that. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Outrage marketing. And he didn't care at all. He did not care. Now, he could have been killed behind that. You see what I but say this is about uh this speaks to the point we was making earlier about how you may get the attention, but you may not want what you know what comes with it. Yeah, it, 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 there's a certain level of risk with outrage marketing. There's a certain level of risk that yeah. you got to be willing to accept if you're going to take that route. Period. Period. Um, so with 50 comes, because I, get, to, I, I guess you know, what we're doing is leading up to what out, what became outrage marketing in hip hop, right? And 50, that was the first lower level example of it. Um, I don't know how, I think, I think Pop, not maybe not first. I think Pop might have been the first. That whole lying about Big 
Yeah, I, li- lying yeah, I got, about- I'm going through the notes. I had popped down. Yeah, that might have been the first one because we we know that wasn't true, right? And if we know it wasn't true, then it's likely that he knew that shit wasn't true too. Yeah, he, yeah. He, I, I'm giving him the bit of for the doubt. It's likely he knew it wasn't true. We knew the damn well he knew that shit wasn't true. So he went full fledged. That was outrage marketing, like going. But you see the risk. Mm-hmm. Now. W- is the risk worth the benefit? Nah. He would have been a legend alive. <laughs> he would have been a legend. Imagine Tupac at 50. Yeah. A legend. All them times he got shot and all that shit he went through and all he would have done after that. Like, yeah. 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 So yeah. there's no, unquestionably, if them two niggas had lived, nah, it wasn't worth it. And B didn't even want it. Right, right. Yeah. So. Mm hmm. That's yeah, and the magazines did it too. That was outrage marketing early, early, yeah, early, yeah, yeah, for for sure, definitely uh, responsible for pouring fuel on the fire. Yeah, um, they may be that. To be honest, the articles that was written around it, because it wasn't heavy internet used then, but that was the first, uh, first clickbait we seen especially in hip hop yeah yeah you know what i mean like it was it that was that was on the level of national and Cloud choir they was putting stuff on the covers like them death row covers in the east versus west and right the east versus west yeah That's like them joints you had to have you had to know what was on the inside of the magazines you know you had That's- to you had to uh so yeah the magazines played just as big a part mm-hmm. you know um, Cause they definitely fed into it. They didn't know what was real and what what and what was dangerous and what wasn't. They didn't care, right? You know, right. Now I'm, I'm saying this now, but this is but this is for later. I, I have one in in the talk because you mentioned about quality music, right? Yeah. Outrage marketing, and then how we may find someone who doing quality music may have used it, whatever. But I have one that I'm going to mention like close toward the end. I, and I'm just going to get your feedback to see whether or not you felt like it was outrage marketing. But uh, I'm saying that to you just in case I forget to bring it up. But I'm looking okay. at some of my notes here. All right, I'm going to put don't forget to ask. <laughs> yeah. In the tuck. Yeah. Yeah. See? These be real conversations, y'all. Y'all see like you can understand. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so, so I think we given because this is just history. We give an example, so we know Fifty yeah, did it, and we know it was like pop early. Then Fifty kind of did it his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, big, big had an influence. Uh, songs like Akinale, I think, were just more novelty wow. songs, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. Mm-hmm. They were attention seeking, but I don't think he knew how much attention he was gonna get from that shit. You know nah. what I mean? Like I think it was just he a dirty, but he he that's who he is. That's who he is. Like he on strip clubs. Like mm-hmm. that's that's how he on it. Yeah, that's how he on it. So yeah, and there wasn't a real overreaction to it. That was a culture. It stayed yeah. within the culture. So it did. It did. Um, yeah. Yeah. Until white folks and parties got hold to it. it yeah. Then 
Sweat, you know it's crazy. That's one of the most legendary songs. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, because it's just so to the point. You know, it's and it speaks to both sides. Like both sides yeah. get a turn. Yeah. You know, so it is what it is. Uh I think after the fifty era conda, mm-hmm. we absolutely had the dawn of the internet. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. During that era of the internet, I, I mean, of course, what we started to see. But Yo. during the blog era, I, did, did we have outrage marketing like talk about it in hip hop during the blog era? The funniest thing, when you just said that, a, a name came to mind. And I don't know. But see, it wasn't necessarily attached to music, but then it was. But I was going to say Joe Button. Mm. 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 He was the first, even recording, like all the the, the blogging he did. Now, and that's one thing people give him credit for. He's the first on that, doing like U strings. But then the blogging that he did with um with him and Ransom was going back and forth. Yeah, he was like, yeah just went to Ransom block, duffed him out real quick. Blah blah blah. All of this lying too. Now, There's yeah. a lot of lies mixed in there. Definitely was. But um. He is one, and he was getting so much attention. He was like, like, uh, you know what, man? With outrage marketing, Joe Button worked himself all the way up onto loving hip hop. He worked yeah. himself up into one of the biggest podcasts in the game. He worked himself up into a number one show on Complex. Yeah, he, he's been using. Listen, he's been using this. And his name is on my list, but just way later in life. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, but it's. He's been but using it's funny, it. he's been using this for outrage marketing for a long time. He still use it right now. For sure. On his show. Right for now, sure. he still use it. For sure, right now. He used it, yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Joe. Wow, that's a good wild card because I didn't think about Joe Bur- yeah. Button early. Yeah, me either. You know, I hadn't thought about Joe Button early as an outrage marketer, but I mean, all of that stuff doing I mean, he was always on the edge, just yeah, you know. Getting getting proposed on the show and his all his boys is like yo don't do that it's gonna be a bad look he knew that mm-hmm. yeah of course he knew that mm-hmm. but the bad look is it lasts longer than the good look right People and he's saying and he's been for a long time saying and doing the most craziest thing that he knows is going to give a response yeah that's true yeah he been on the outrage marketing uh for a long time. Long time. Wow, that's a good pool. That's a good pool. Yeah. Um, so the blog era definitely Joe Budden ran ran out rage marketing during the blog era. That, that, that's hands down. Hands um, down. But after the blog era, to me, okay, this is how it went: early social media, well, early internet. Mm-hmm. Nobody really could find their way. Then you have MySpace era. You, you didn't really find your way on MySpace. Some people got popping, like it. You know, it was a thing, yeah, yeah. but that yeah. wasn't. You don't. Then, then came the blog era, in my opinion. Yes, right. I agree. And mm-hmm. after that is the social media era, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, that's when we started seeing the trolls. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so trolling is similar to what Fifty was doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, with the beefing and all that good stuff, but. Trolling is it, it could it spans the spectrum of what you could be doing on the internet, right? 
Right. Um, and it really flooded the hip hop space. I mean, you had mm-hmm. people on there doing the wildest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, still doing the wildest thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that whole thing is out. That that all that in in itself is outrage marketing. You know, yeah. you you market yourself by being the most outrageous person possible on the internet. I, and I'm gonna just I'm. <sighs> Oh man. And you know one person I mean it we're gonna to get to some of the straight up master trolls in a minute. Yeah. About that that really combine trolling and outrage marketing. But one of the pe one that I wanna mention that you just said that uh in social media is and this is recent because I'm just trying to throw recent stuff yeah. out too. Freddie Gibbs. Mm. All of the stuff that he was tweeting. And I'm gonna show you like before his New York show, show y'all how it's done. I've already sold out, blah blah blah. Now this is post the whole whatever allegedly fight and scuffle that happened at Prime One Twelve in Miami with Jim Jones. But he's saying all of this stuff about New Yorkers and New York rappers. He was like like saying that basically y'all ain't rapping at the level y'all should be rapping at. All of this stuff that you know is going to evoke emotion and a response, and you're going to that place. Yep. Like. That's that's outrage marketing. Outrage marketing. Outrage marketing, period. To get your name in more people's mouth and get your face in front of more people. I mean, Freddie Gibbs picking a fight with academics. Yep, same thing. You know you can't win that fight, but the more academics say your name, the more people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. And, okay, this is something I was going to say, but I think it's going to slip my mind. Today versus back in the day. We're in an era where the click, the view, the stream is the financial game. Yes. Back in the day, they had to get you to the store to buy the product. Nowadays, if I can get you outraged enough, I just just need to hear what he's talking about on this song. That everybody's saying is so crazy. And I get Mm -hmm. you to stream it, then that counts. Yeah, God forbid I get you to like it, and you share right. it with one of your people, and you continue to stream it yourself. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, it's a lot different. It's a lot more benefit. It's the benefit mm-hmm. is a lot more immediate. I would put it to you that way. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely a lot more. It's a lot more attainable, in my opinion, and a lot more immediate, which is probably why. It exploded the way it has to the point that we need to be doing a show about it because we all that stuff that we talked about in the first what thirty minutes, um, mm-hmm. that spanned what twenty years in hip hop, 20, yeah. 20, 30 years in hip hop, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. thirty, right? Because now we on the forty what forty years, almost. Yeah. So these last ten though, it's been a skyrocket of outrage market. And I guess we can get straight to that since we already talking about it. Um during the troll era, you remember Boom? Boom? Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, flash in the pan, but he got hot for a while. Just drugged out all over the place, doing wild stuff all over the internet. Just he actually was the dude that fell asleep up against the wall on no jumper. You probably seen that clip. Yeah, I seen that clip. Right. Yeah. You, you see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's so funny. I didn't know. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He done cleaned his life up. He was on drugs real bad. Now, he done went through the whole outrage marketing uh, troll era to the point where he ran himself in the ground. Now, he clean again and got his life together. You know what I mean? So, mm. 
we see what it can do to people. Uh, right, right. But outrage marketing. Let's just go ahead and talk about Kanye because he a whole category. Yeah, yeah. He get a whole segment. Um, <laughs> where, where, like, how deep? What if all the stuff he was saying from the beginning was a part of outrage marketing and not sincere thoughts? What like George Bush don't care, don't right. care about black people, right? Yeah, right. What if he just knew, right? If I like, it don't matter whether I really think this or not. Like, yeah. Right now is the moment that if I say this, it's gonna last. Kanye is the type of person to put himself. He's like, yes. He's the type of person to have watched Forrest Gump and be like, you know what? I'm gonna make, you know, like I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm every single time I get the opportunity to make a historic moment happen, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I'm gonna telethon about Fran George. Put but George Bush does not care about black people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, that was good. But Beyonce had the best video. Facts. Facts. I don't care if I'm the villain or whatever it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Running, running for president. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, stalking. Mind you. I mean, mind you. Yeah, go ahead. Why he doing all of these things that we can mention? Projects are being worked on put, or nigga, dropping. This nigga put music out, product in the street. Yeah. And it's going through the roof every time. Every time. This dude is right now, I mean, harassing his ex-wife and her current current boyfriend. But everybody's talk everybody done picked the side. Yeah. You got if you if you online, you got half the people talking about ain't nobody talking about how good a father Kanye is a black man trying to take, be there for his kids and then the other mm-hmm. half is like yo he's a narcissist and somebody need to get him help he might kill Kim <laughs> but they talking about it yeah yeah that, and that's the point whether what you say is polarizing or not and, and people on different yeah. sides the point is to keep everybody talking about you and their eyes on what you're doing next facts if you want to talk about outrage marketing, he is the master of outrage marketing. Uh, we spoke about this on our show that we when when he was going through the MAGA stuff, right? Yeah. Everybody looks to gain a certain level of attention in a music world. You know, in, a, in the music world, some you you of course some do it with music, some do it with antics, some do it with you know movies, whatever, right? Rarely does what you do become a topic on CNN. Mm, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, they were talking yeah. about this man on CNN and Fox nightly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and his people were outraged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the people from his culture were outraged. Like, what are you doing? You, that, if that ain't outrage marketing, you're what in the world? Right. Knowing we're going to take him back. And he never really did back down on any of that. So some of them, any fan he gained from them can still be a viable fan of Kanye because he ain't, he ain't back down on none of them stances. But we done accepted him back with open arms like, yo, you cool, bro. Because <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us. Yeah, right. You, you know. but you say he's the he's the master. You know why he's the master at it? 
I'll see now a lot of people have done it, and we're going to get to Takashi Six Nine right. in a minute. Right. But what makes him as a master is people have something going on, right? And this is what became the became the pattern. Somebody got a new project coming out about to drop. So they say or do something crazy to get the attention on them. Right. And then, hey, here's my new product. Right. But then after that, that's it. What makes him a master is <laughs> once he got the attention, he ain't let it go yet. He's held on to it Facts. to today. He ain't Facts. let it go yet. So whatever is going on with the, the him and the Kim and, you know, uh, but the bottom line is genius came out. Yeah. New merch came out. Still player came out. I hear I was told that the Kardashians have a new show that's about to come out. Right. See, so as a matter of fact, that was you that told me that. Mm -hmm. so all of it might be extreme outrage marketing. I mean kind of sick because the children mixed up in it. But but nonetheless, but 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 then when you look at it, to be honest, they actually I was gonna say they deserve each other. Whether they deserve each other or not, so I won't say that. But what I will say is both of them have used out, outrage marketing, both of them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I you mean, know, the irony, the irony of, um, which he is a supreme narcissist, but yeah. the funny thing is we act like Kim K isn't. Right. She got a whole, you do, we already clear that she has a whole time frame like a whole era of people trying to look just like her yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean you know some would say that ain't her fault she ain't telling yeah, yeah, to go yeah, through but, that yeah. but you know i understand that too that's like rappers saying it ain't my fault that niggas is killing themselves killing each other in the hood it's just the music i make yeah yeah if we take that one then we gotta let kim slide too <laughs> but hey Either way, they are both. Yeah. Kim wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for outrage marketing. We wouldn't what? even know who she was. What? Yeah, because we didn't before. Right. The outrage marketing didn't have happened. a clue. She didn't exist. Nah. She didn't exist. She took advantage and ain't let it go yet. So did Kanye. Same thing you did. That's right. Right. So did Kanye. But okay, overall, outside of his mental health and happiness, right? Yeah. It's paying off for Kanye. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like he's reaping the reward, the attention, the 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 sales, attention, yeah. the sales. Yeah, everything every, else, everything he, else. It yeah. might not, he might not be happy, but he might not be happy if he was happy. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. right. So, with that being said, he win in outrage marketing. Like he's he's getting it right. Uh, you mentioned Takashi. Let's go ahead and get to that idiot. <laughs> The biggest, the biggest troll ever. See, his outrage marketing started with when, and it's his, it's his fault for accepting it, mm. but like being stamped by true bloods, right, and betraying a lifestyle that wasn't his at all. Okay. But he used it to his advantage. I'm gonna take it a step back. I'm gonna take it a step back. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Because I was going to get into what he started doing as a troll. Go ahead. I think he start, his outrage marketing started when he decided to put 12 packs of Kool-Aid in his head and, 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 and into hip-hop. Yeah, do you... Oh, good. I'm glad you said that because do you... Yo, do you know how... Yo, this joint is so comedic, right? When yeah. you break it down and look at it. Bro, 
fucking trolls are that was live under the bridge and got the crazy hair. The ones you spin with the pencil. Yeah. yeah. And they had to line the different color hair. He was telling you mm-hmm. who and what I am. From the jump. From the Nigga, jump. I am the troll. I am My the troll. My whole shit is based on outrage marketing and trolling. I am the troll. From the jump. From the jump, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm coming in the game. I'm coming in the over masculine game with rainbow colored hair. This ain't gonna work. They're gonna hate this off face. See what I'm saying? This is gonna cause mm-hmm. outrage. Just cause I ain't never gotta open my mouth, and this is gonna cause some outrage. Mm-hmm. Now wait till I open my mouth. This dude is like the Joker. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean he's like a super? Yeah. Player. And I mm-hmm. think that was his approach. Yep. So I'm sorry to cut you, but the, like I, I want to start with him deciding to come in the game with that hair, and then deciding to allow them to present him the way he did. Right. Because that's right. just ridiculous. That that's more ridiculous than his hair. Yeah, it is. It is, and of course, in the long run, it uh, didn't work out his benefit at all. And um, now you don't hear anything about no music. Even though some people talking about he got an album done. But bottom line is, when the last time you heard or seen any music or performance from 6ix9ine? He went from being the number one. He -hmm. went from top 10 to not mention at all. To your bodyguard, Uchiwali versus better than yours. You know what I mean? That's what happened to him. Yep. Which is why this don't pay off. it's, It's not there's... There's not gotta choose my words carefully. There's not longevity in outrage marketing if you already don't have some type of quality, if you don't have quality product to go behind it and talent. That's right. That's right. If you don't have if, if you don't have quality, if you're not a quality artist, now then outrage marketing is only gonna get you attention. Right. And and that's the difference between everyone else that's doing it in Yay. Right, but you think about it the way you mentioned it with with six nine with the amount of attention he was getting, you can have number one records because the clicks matter. Nobody yeah. had to go to the store and buy that shit. Right, you see what right. I'm saying? All they had to do was give it attention. The attention equals dollars in today's time, in in True. today's market. You know, True. uh, so and on top of that, once they see that you can generate that amount of attention, now you can sell tickets. Hmm. To your circus. To your circus. Yeah. You know, so that's really what it was. Um, but the the flip side of that, the other side of that coin is you sometimes when you use outrage marketing, you dig yourself into a hole that you can't get out of. Right. And that's where he is now. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you know. he got out of prison. He didn't, you know what I mean? That hole wasn't deep enough. But the... All that attention and not having talent eventually was going to bear his teeth. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't necessarily the snitching that did him in. uh, But if you can't make good songs after coming out snitching, then what are we doing here? So that that is one of those examples where outrage marketing gets you exactly what you asked for, just the attention. It's up to you to capitalize on it. Right. You know, that and, and he didn't. And you know, he was in court talking about uh he's broke now. That happened this week. He uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so I mean he's probably 
saying he broke so he ain't got to pay restitution. Of, of course, yeah. So he ain't broke, broke, but he about yeah, to be. Yeah, because he's not getting no. Because what else is he getting money from? I know that. I know how. I know how much you make per stream. Number one, right? right? And you're not streaming nah, anymore. Hell no. And I and you're not doing shows like that anywhere. Right. right. And right. you're not putting out no music. You don't have no music for sale. Yeah, so, exactly. So, like the only you're not really doing anything unless he's doing some other side. You know. I don't know, businesses, maybe you got a strand of weed or, you know what I mean, stuff like that. But. Right. But, I mean, even with that, you got to be popular to get that shit off, bro. That's true. So, you yeah. Mean? Yeah. Yeah. There so, you go. But, um, you good now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so. But, yeah, so, so one thing I got down here I wanted to make sure I didn't forget, right, is uh, when did things kind of outside of Kanye mm-hmm. right because I think Kanye is the largest example and yeah. I may have just answered my own question in my head but when did things you think transition from attention seeking inside the culture to to attention seeking and trolling inside the culture to outrage marketing you know what I mean to the culture outside to the public at large yeah yeah Mm, I would say we're in 2022. I would say within the last five to seven years. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to think of a, 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 an event, like something that. The most recent one I could think of that I have written down is the baby at Rolling Loud. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was. He clearly opened himself up to the LGBTQ audience by doing that. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? And in making mm-hmm. his apology, he built an alliance with them, and now it was sponsoring his Rolling Loud tour, his own mm-hmm. Rolling. You know what I mean? His own series of concerts mm-hmm. along with them. So that was outrage marketing used at its best because he doubled down and 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 held his ground so everybody that rocked with him could be like yeah you see what I'm saying and then when he made his apology he did it in such a way that didn't really get it it didn't get pressed with it got pressed with the culture that it was supposed to get pressed with yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like some media talked about it inside hip hop like Joe Budden talked about it we we discussed it a little bit amongst ourselves I think Uh, but it didn't get, it didn't get the publicity that the statement he made got. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like the statement he made and the fact that he was doubling down got a lot more attention than the fact that he then went and apologized and made yeah. the alliance, which he should have done, but you should have never made the statement. Right. You know what I mean, we did have that conversation on the show. Yeah. Yeah, we sure did. But um, yeah. that was absolutely outraged marketing used used at mm-hmm. its best, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got. I have um, <laughs> one that is definitely to to me. You say, tell me what you think about it. Yeah. But WAP, when WAP dropped the the song itself. Yeah, Cardi okay. B and Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. And there was a that. lot of outrage. A lot, that. a lot of different. Uh, it was polarizing. Yeah. Which yeah. is another. 
Branch outrage marketing. It was polarizing. I'll take that. And it had a lot of people talking about it. A lot of support was on one side. A lot of uh, people giving critiques on another side. Mm-hmm. But do you think they, before they put that song and video out, you think they didn't know the controversy that it was going to evoke, invoke in their emotions and stare up? Yes, of course. This is out. This is this is a beautiful example of outrage marketing. Of course, exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. Is there's oh man, there's one that I thought about. Little Nas X video, did same thing. That's true. That's true. Montero, I yep. think it's called. Yep, same thing. It shit his stage performances now. Those are one of those things that I think that's what he want to do, and, but it's still outrage market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he know he taking that shit way further than ever been taken before. Bro, the scene in the video had two dudes in jail kissing. Of course it did. Shit, he had dudes on, on the stage kissing. Like, live show, yeah. right? So, yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, but he know, he know it's in hip-hop, that's going to be outrageous. Right. You see what I mean? Right. But I can see him saying, I'm trying to make it so it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And based on that conversation, it probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. niggas been lying forever in hip-hop. So Right. But Gucci, right? Uh. When they had that racist-ass sweater. You remember that the, with the yeah. black face sweater? You know what I mean with the black face, yeah, yeah, the black face sweater. That wasn't something that was of the culture, but it affected. It was outrage marketing that directly affected hip hop culture mm-hmm. and how we were going to respond to outrage marketing. So we did our little anti Gucci thing for about six months tops. Yeah. Yeah, and that went completely out the window as it always does. But that was outrage market, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you that niggas wear more Gucci now than they wore absolutely before that happened. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm certain niggas is wearing more Gucci now than they were before that happened. So I would say that worked on us. Yeah, for sure it did. You know, um. Joe Button making a mistake and saying he was by on his show. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Outrage. Yeah. And it's funny. He said he didn't say it on purpose. And the funny thing, I was listening to that episode. And when he said that, I was like, oh, they're going to tie him up. I was like, and they didn't clean it up. They didn't do nothing. I said, and the fact that nobody stopped it and nobody said pause and nobody cleaned it up, which they always, they you know, that's how they get down. That's how they play. Um, right. They'll pause something or whatever, right? Yeah. The yep. fact that they didn't do it, they knew exactly what the hell they was doing. Because if I heard it, then everybody, somebody else in that room heard that shit. Yeah. And when I heard it, I was like, oh boy, they're going to they're gonna cut that out of context. Guaranteed, they're going to take that out of context. The next day, it was all over Twitter. His next show, he said out his mouth that he didn't say it to make the ratings go up. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the ratings went up as high as they did, he said he's not taking it back. He's doubling down. So yeah, yeah, we know that nigga said it on purpose. Right, exactly. Yeah. Now and then, fast forward shows after that, he, he was he was like, you know, people still think, um, but like uh, yeah. uh, bisexual, he's and then he, he now he's saying he's not and blah blah blah. And right. for the dummies that still believe that, right? You know, 
He, I mean, it's another. He hoping. I mean, you know what that is? It's extending the conversation. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I mean, but it's yeah. smart if that's what you're going to do. If that's what you want to. You I mean if you're going to use it, use it. I yeah. guess is what I'm saying. If you're going to use outrage marketing, use it. Yeah, I have two for you, and I'm still holding on to one. Uh, but these two, I, they may not be as big. And I, to be honest. I didn't. Re- I don't remember. Ex- I remember it being talk, but I don't know how big. When Young Thug wore the dress on the album cover, huge. Do you remember that? Huge, huge. Yo, it's funny that in hip hop, a lot of the outrage marketing is based around masculinity or feminization. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like in mm-hmm. hip hop, at least that's where yeah. it seems like that's where a lot of the out. That's where it's being pulled from. Right. That's the source that's being used. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's just that's yeah. just interesting. Yeah, funny. And sexualization. Period. Period. Right. Because yeah, they were thinking of two live crew and Luke or. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oversexualization. Or yeah. yeah, Meg, uh, Nikki. I mean, the funny thing is, is Nikki using bisexuality mm-hmm. um, as a market employee. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, like, that was. That was some Lady Gaga shit. Yeah, yeah. I see it work. Then there's a space for it here, so let's let's run with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think that's less outrage. Well, homosexuality and hip hop is going to be a certain level of outrage. It's going to decrease as the years go on, but in years but it's speaking, it's always taboo. been taboo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So using it, speaking on it. Is gonna get you a certain level of attention. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get you a certain level of negative attention. It's gonna get you a certain level of positive attention. I heard something on. Uh, I was listening to. I don't know. Somebody was interviewing Bob Costas, I think, and they were talking about his relationship with Howard Cosell, and they were saying that people don't really remember how great he was, or how great he was revered, how mm-hmm. greatly he was revered, and they he was saying that when the TV guy mattered. Right back mm-hmm. when it mattered, they did a poll of the most loved sportscaster in in sports in all of sports, and yeah. they did a poll for the most hated sportscaster mm-hmm. in all of sports, and he was number one on both polls. Wow, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's outrage marketing. That is, yes. So is Kanye. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? In that yep. way, like that's the that's mm-hmm. the that's where you that's when you getting it right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know if I, I think I forgot to, to tie that to a point. But <laughs> I think there was a specific point that I was tying that to, but I don't remember what it was. Either. Yeah, but that was good enough, though. Mm. So I wanted to throw, now I'm just, um, I'm, for me, I have written down just things that people have done mm-hmm. that are extreme things that are attention seeking, right? Yeah. Um, that cause a bitter outrage, uh, but not necessarily, I guess, uh, super controversial. But one of the things I thought about is the uh, little oozing when he got the mm. mm-hmm. diamond embedded in his forehead. Yeah, another thing Lil Uzi did was the Eternal Take album cover was the uh, Heaven's Gate coat. All them people that killed themselves. Right, right, it was, right. It was a remake of the Heaven's Gate coat, yeah, uh, flyers or whatever. 
Um, yeah, yeah. All of their paraphernalia and people was like, "Yo, he bugging." And that's outrage marketing as well. That's yeah, that's definitely outrage. Yeah. Marketing. So the thing in his head, like, so he's he's one. I'm gonna be honest with you. The I think the way he acts totally is outrage marketing. Like his whole shtick, whole demeanor, everything, his whole yeah. demeanor. You know what I mean? Because to hear speak people speak about him is like, yo, he's just a regular Philly cat. But if that's he's a regular Philly cat, then that ain't no, he's not. No, he's not. Not the Philly ones that I know. Not the ones I've met. That ain't. I mean, you know what I mean? Not a regular Philly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That ain't. Nah, uh. That ain't true. So either he acted in front of them or he acted in front of the cameras. And I'd, I'd imagine that's in front of the cameras. Right. But, you know. Uh, what else you got down there? So, um. Uh. You know, we have to. We we forgot to mention this earlier. Okay. Game. Mm. Mm. The game. His name been bouncing around in my head the whole time, but I didn't know. You know what I mean? So what you think? What's what's your thoughts on game? Okay. All right. He he's trying his this is my new theory on game. He's trying his best to pattern himself to master outrage market in the way Ye is. I think so. That's why he came on Drink Champs with the mask on. I think so. I right, agree. He's trying to do his best rendition yeah. of Ye in the yeah. public. I agree. <coughs> Why? Okay, so first, let's just a little bit. We back up a little bit. We know he he was beat. He did the 50 thing, beefing with mad people, mm-hmm. name dropping. That's that's outrage marketing. Super name dropping in almost every verse. Yeah. Right? So he did that. Now let's fast forward to two, three weeks ago. On the podcast, he said he well, he made the statement that Ye has done more for him in the last two weeks than Dre has done in his entire career. That that one statement right there, he knew was gonna get people to watch that podcast. That's outrage marketing in itself. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So because funny thing is, because in the podcast, he clearly lays out how much more Dre did from him ever than Kanye did in the last two weeks. <laughs> Dre literally sent a driver there twice to find this man and bring him to him to right, meet him. Right. And they had him recording right then. Right. It ain't just be lying, man. Lying. He be lying. It's funny. I was riding back from the um I was riding back from Atlanta. My cousin Faith was with me. And I was like, I'm gonna listen to this Drake Chance interview. And I was like, yo, this shit gonna be full of lies. And she was like, What? I was like, watch. I was like, watch. And we was just yo. sitting riding, I was like, yo, that's a lie. I was like, that nigga lying. I was like, yo. She was like, I can tell by the way he said that. He was lying. He was like, yo, why he lie like that? I was like, yo, he just, I mean, yeah, that's, so that's outrage marketing in itself. This boy is crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean. Mind you, he's working on a, pro- a project. He got a project coming. Of course he does. Of course he does. He ain't going to get all this limelight and waste it. That's not what he going to do. He ain't never done that. Right. Now, on the same token, I want to mention someone that's close to Ye. He has a hardcore, steady following. People love him. The goats love him. He gives you high quality work. He doesn't. Have, and I'm making this point to say you don't have to do that. Right. Push your team. I knew it was coming. Yeah. We waiting. Everyone waiting on his album. I get you know, it. I get it. I get it. He maintained a certain creator level of integrity, self respect, and he. Play the game how it's supposed to be played, which is through hard work, yeah, grinding and giving the people quality product. Right, and the funny thing All is, while standing is, next to one of the wildest, right, 
outrageous marketing people. So we don't we ain't gonna count infrared and the story of Adidon is outrage marketing. Those are just disses. No, those were disses and that it was responses. Cause you he he dropped infrared. I mean he don't even say anybody's name, though we know who he's talking about. Right. But him and Wayne and all them been doing subs for years. Yeah, they've been yeah, I knew he when Drake shit. did Duffy Freestyle, he responded back with Adidon. But let me say this, I'm oh, this is beautiful. Cause this led to a greater point about one of our great greats. See, if if somebody's gonna say him putting infrared on the album or Adidon mm-hmm. was outrage marketing. Well, let's talk about Jay Z and Takeover. I knew that. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. If, if, yeah, Jay is a big artist. He's gonna sell regardless of whatever. But you put it on the album. Yeah. Which which made even more. It already that that triple. Did you hear Jay Z talking about Nod and New Nas this? Hey, outrage marketing. Jay Z that fucking summer jam screen. Oh what. Yeah, yo, now that you bring up now all this connects. Yeah, let's not let that nigga slide on the summer jam screen. See all this, so all of his moves around that time was a plot of outrage. Yeah, outrage outrage market. He was going going crazy. Yeah, he he created the summer jam screen being a thing. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't make me put you on the summer jam screen. Like that's him. He did that. Jay Z, that was that was outrage marketing for real, because he went at Nas on that same stage, but only said the one line and then put the song yeah. on the album. I mean, that's it's strategic, yeah, it's strategic yeah. disses, but that also took this into a level we had never seen before. True. I mean, I, I mean, hit him up with some other shit, but but put niggas on the summer jam screen and a leotard is some other other shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. And it, and it is to market. It's the dissing nigga, but you got song about him on your album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but we don't know all of that then. Right, right. We don't know that song going to be on there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. But the Summer Jam screen, I do think, was outrage, out, outrage marketing. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. So, yeah. But, yeah, man. So, do you think it's... I know the answer to this. Do you think it's good for like for the for the culture? Do you think it's just like a thing we just gonna have to deal with? I think at least for the next few years, uh, into the future, it's just a thing that we're gonna have to deal with. Um, I don't see it as a just a solely good thing for the culture because as we talked about, it's a gamble every time you take that stance to do outrage marketing. And the gamble could lead to multiple six nines in the future or multiple the guy boom like so the the risk is too high for the benefit and it takes so and then i think overall it start taking away from authenticity start taking away from quality like stuff like that because okay okay not to cut you off bro but just because i know i know it's gonna i think we need to discuss the levels of outrage marketing because we didn't discuss yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, your Kanye's, your whoever's this on his levels. You know what I mean? That's one thing. And 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 with the savvy, the the savvy that the baby is doing it, I think you could put him on in that Kanye realm with the yeah, savvy yeah. that he's using. 
But that lower level of outrage marketing when niggas is doing that wild shit in their neighborhoods to get to get popping. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Where like yeah. that chat back and forth online, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All that mm-hmm. tough talking, but it's but in order to go viral or, or in order to get hot, you mm-hmm. maintain social media in this space, that's outrage marketing too. Yeah. They just outrage marketing to a Okay, so that speaks to my question. Now I can't. I feel. I feel like Charles Barkley, but that speaks to my question about it transitioning from being inside the culture to being something that's done to the public at large. Yeah. So yeah, and them is doing it to the public at large. Right. But, but there's some outrage marketing that's a lot more dangerous. That's happening sub. Yeah. Like in within the culture. Right. And even in subcultures in the culture. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking on the whoever pack, all of that. Uh, yeah. the uh, who I smoke. That song is outrage marketing, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean like all of that's outrage marketing. That's in- insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, drill music itself. There's one of them dudes that I don't. I, you don't know if you've seen the the little meme of the dude that run up on people and be dodging back real far. Like he just yeah, yeah, running up on stream. Do you know he's a he's a popular drill rapper now? Wow, no, nah, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Didn't know that. Popular drill rapper now. <laughs> and was in a beef with one of the little young ones that just got locked up for murder. Like, when he got arrested, he ain't went to trial yet, but that's who he was in a beef with. So I'm like, yo, this is nuts. But you yes. went from a boom-type character playing games online and mm-hmm. be like, okay, that didn't get me enough popularity. It's drill things working. It's, 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 it's super outrageous. Let me go do that. Yeah. Like, nah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... To answer my own question, I think it's gonna last for a long time. Cause yeah, yeah, until the internet go away, and, yeah, that's and, what I was gonna say. and until social media and the internet stops become a viable way for people to get popular and get deals, we gonna get this type of marketing. It's probably right, and that's what I was gonna say. Cause it's just a new, another form of marketing now. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna so get it's worse. Remain. Yeah, yeah, and just we don't have to stay on this, but just uh, one of the things we should have mentioned about the baby is he's kind of been. Like Kanye, we can trace back stuff that Kanye did and see how he wore diapers. Yes. Yeah. Shot a nigga in Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Put out the video of running the, and of, of not running from that video shoot. He ain't supposed to have to put that video out. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the, hitting that, uh, putting that video out of beating up Cal Cohearted in in the uh, in the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All outrage marketing. Mm-hmm. Similar to what these young boys was really doing, right? That's you know true. I mean? Very similar mm-hmm. to what the low level because it was because it wasn't going to it wasn't going outside the culture yet. He was outraged marketing inside the culture. Yes, and once he got mm-hmm. to a certain level of fame, he used the same tactic on a larger scale. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Now, with you saying that, I bet you anybody that we can find that out that that used that tactic, if we go back far enough in their career, they used it early. Early, yeah. It ain't something they just found late. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They was yeah. on it early. Anybody? Wow. That's gonna make me pay attention to artists a little bit different. Maybe hopefully it makes some make the few time play pay attention a little bit different too. <laughs> I mean, I hope this is one of those things that make y'all look at you know I mean look at hip hop not in a not in a cynical way, but just in a 
in a more broad way. It was like, okay, what am I seeing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And why are they doing it? What is this? You know, um, the the girl Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. I think she was really, that the girl. Is that's the one that sing about sex all the time? Nah, that's the one that sing about relationships being like she like the female. Oh, you she like the female future. <laughs> okay, she, she ain't singing about doing people bad. She like the modern day Mary J. Blige. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's heartbreak music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up, you know what I mean, and young girls love her, but she can't even really sing her own songs on stage. Like you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. She going through it. She done shaved all her hair. She got like one of the. You know what I mean? She online, but it's getting attention. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's. I I, I think she probably really is going through it, mm-hmm. but there's a there's a level of marketing when you full-fledged showing your pain on the internet and a lot of these people do that as a as a way of marketing i think nowadays mm-hmm. oversharing yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. instead of going to get some help and talking to some damn body you got the phone in your hand and you just you know what i mean pouring out but you getting mad attention yeah, yeah and yeah. those people gonna rush to your album to figure out what the, what the problem is <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that kind of thing. So I think it I think it's happening on a lot of different levels. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know. And I think it might be here to stay. Yeah. You know. Uh it, shit. We know it is. What we say, uh they they ain't no no news what they say, no news is there's no such uh, thing as bad publicity. Bad. Bad, yeah, all any all, all any publicity is good. is good publicity. There you go. Any yeah. publicity is good publicity. They've been saying that for a long time. Mm. It ain't cliche for no reason. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now it's just we having to deal with it in hip hop culture. Full yeah. fledged. Uh I don't know. It's, I'd be interested to see what the what the what our listeners our viewers think about this shit like is it are we making a big deal out of nothing <laughs> you know what I mean like cause we looking yeah. closer at it than, than most or we just looking Is are we too microscopic on it or or is it something that's really they seeing and they need to be like okay cause I think a lot of times they seeing the foolishness too they like Yo, this yeah it gotta be cause to me it's just so out front it's just so clear. Yeah. It's like, so why are we mean, seeing so many people be so stupid nowadays? Mm-hmm. We ain't, you, you know what I mean? Like, that ain't, yeah. they people just all of a sudden get dumb. What happened, I do understand that, yes, people got more platforms to say more stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you're going to hear people say, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and artists do speak more nowadays than they used to. They have mm-hmm. more avenues to speak. You know, you have more, so you're going to have more opportunities for idiocy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So what you think, man? You think we uh unpacked it, or you think we you got anything else? Any other thoughts on that? No, I think we covered everything that I wanted to say in the little few things I had in my notes. I think we covered it. Okay. Yeah, I think I got all mine out too, and then. Oh, you didn't, uh, you did ask the one you had in the tuck, right? 
Right, that was the Jay Z. That was the Jay Z. Okay, dope, 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 dope. Yeah. All right. Um, well, shit. If that's the case, man, I'm gonna ask everybody to go to the socials, man. Go to uh, Facebook, Instagram, and follow us at social. I mean, shit, at social at Conversate for a few. Uh, and if you're on Facebook, go to Conversate for a few extended podcast convo and follow us there. That's where you have most of our conversations at. Um, pretty good ones too. Uh, make sure you go to the YouTube Conversate for a few. Search us on there and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And hit the notification bell. That way you know when we post a new episode every week. You'll be the first to know. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good good stuff. Anywhere where you can get a podcast, um, subscribe on your favorite listening platform. Stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yo. But with that being said, yo, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your hosts. John and Allen, relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end, no Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.